Hello, everybody, and welcome into episode number 188 of the Bible 2021 podcast. We are reading both Psalms 3 and 4 today, and our focus is on sleep. How can we really sleep peacefully? So every day we dig into God's Word. Most days it's one chapter at a time, but when we're going to do a short psalm like today, we're going to tackle a couple of psalms and we're going to read it and discuss it. And our hope and our goal is to get as many people as possible involved in daily Bible reading and thinking and obeying. So please do share the show with your friends, share the Word with your friends, Help them find out how to subscribe by going to our website, Bible2021.com. That's Bible2021.com. On every one of our posts for every episode, we have a transcript, show notes, and we have a little subscribe button there for Spotify, iTunes, and all other places as well. So that's Bible2021.com. Now, I'm aware that sometimes Christians, especially preachers like myself, have a tendency to oversimplify things. Uh, follow Jesus and you'll have a great life. Bah, that's bad theology and it's more of a used car sales pitch, right? Trust in Jesus and you'll be healthy and wealthy. Well, again, this is not at all biblical. As we've mentioned before, Jesus clearly promises his followers tribulation in this world and also that he has overcome the world. So get your theology from passages like John sixteen thirty three. You'll find great balance there. So I say that because we're going to talk about how to get better sleep today uh, through faith in Jesus and following him. And I don't want to overpromise. So should a Christian sleep better? Can Jesus help us rest better? Well, I believe the answer to those questions is absolutely yes. And both of our Psalms today are going to discuss sleeping peacefully. But do let me say from the outside, this is out, this is not a podcast or a topic that should make you feel guilty or anything like that. Insomnia is a real thing, and I've wrestled with it before. My wife has wrestled with it before. Probably you have from time to time. It can have real physical causes when we're not sleeping enough. Uh, Too much caffeine, hormone imbalance, loud noises, too much screen time, fireworks after midnight, room is too hot, room is too cold, certain medifications, certain sicknesses, whatever. Uh, Now, the Bible does not offer a comprehensive cure to insomnia any more than it offers a comprehensive cure to trials and tribulations or pain or sickness. Just because you're following Jesus doesn't mean you're going to sleep great every night any more than it means that just because you're following Jesus, you'll never get sick or have any problems. That's not how it works in the Bible. In this world, we will have tribulation. Now, that said, We do find great hope and peace in our passage today that can genuinely help you and I sleep better and more peacefully. So let's read our Psalms, Psalm chapter 3 and Psalm chapter 4, and then discuss the kind of faith that increases our rest. Psalm chapter 3, verse 1 in the Christian Standard Bible, O Lord, how my foes increased! There are many who attack me. Many say about me, there is no hope for him in God. Selah. But you, Lord, are a shield around me, my glory and the one who lifts my head. I cry aloud to the Lord and he answers me from his holy mountain. Selah. I lie down and sleep. I wake again because the Lord sustains me. I will not be afraid of thousands of people who have taken their stand against me on every side. Rise up, Lord. Save me, my God. 
You strike all my enemies on the cheek. You break the teeth of the wicked. Salvation belongs to the Lord. May your blessings be on your people. Selah. Psalm chapter 4, verse 1. Answer me when I call. God who vindicates me, you freed me from affliction. Be gracious to me and hear my prayer. How long, exalted ones, will my honor be insulted? How long will you love what is worthless and pursue a lie? Selah. Know that the Lord has set apart the faithful for himself. The Lord will hear when I call to him. Be angry and do not sin. Reflect in your heart while on your bed and be silent. Selah. Offer sacrifices in righteousness and trust in the Lord. Many are asking, who can show us anything good? Let the light of your face shine on us, Lord. You have put more joy in my heart than they have when their grain and new wine abound. I will both lie down and sleep in peace, for you alone, Lord, make me live in safety. Amen. Well, did you see how both chapters talk about sleep? Psalm 3 says, I lie down and sleep. I wake up again because the Lord sustains me. Psalm 4 says, I will both lay down and sleep in peace for you alone, Lord. Make me live in safety. So what do we see here? We see that God sustains us in our sleep, even when we're surrounded by thousands of enemies. So David wrote the third psalm in the midst of one of the greatest family and political and military trials that probably a person has ever faced, and yet he could still sleep. And why is that? Because God sustained him. He trusted in God to protect him. Similarly, in Psalm chapter 4, David says that he will lie down and sleep peacefully, because he trusts in the safety of God. So how can you and I better trust in the safety of God? Because I don't know about you, but there's some nights I definitely want to sleep better. Well, here's Pastor Tim Keller on how we can have greater rest for our souls. He begins by quoting Psalm 3. The psalmist says, O Lord, how many are my foes? How many rise up against me? I lie down and sleep. I wake up again because the Lord sustains me. Now, they're outnumbered, the psalmist says, and yet they're sleeping. They're sleeping deeply. Is your life in the condition that no matter what is arrayed out there against you on Monday, you're going to be able to sleep well on Sunday night? That's the test, isn't it? It's an acid test. You can say, hey, I believe in God. I believe in this, 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 and this in the Bible. But one of the greatest tests of the inner consistency of your beliefs with the real world is when you lie down to sleep, do you really rest? The Lord says, come to me, all you who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls, for my yoke is easy and my burden is light. If you think you're kind of a rarity, if you look around and you think, well, everybody else here in church is a sure believer, and I'm one of those folks, I'm just trying to figure it out. No. It's probably not that way. You're part of a pretty large segment of people in church every Sunday. For those of you who are assured Christians, and Tim Kluller says, I guess I consider myself one, when I read this passage this week, especially this morning, I cried because I realized I'm often weary. And Jesus says, if you're weary and if you're burdened, you haven't really yet understood the greatness of what I have to offer. This is an invitation from Jesus. We're always weary because we're always trying to prove ourselves. There's this deep restlessness, this spiritual sleeplessness. What Jesus is saying is this restlessness is a restlessness of often of guilt and anxiety. 
anxiety. It's a restlessness that comes from needing to prove yourself. Therefore, everybody, whether you're religious or non-religious, whether you're Jewish or Gentile, no matter who you are, there's this weariness and burdensomeness. And this is the reason why religious people in the church are always fighting, why churches can be such nasty places to be, why people are so insensitive, why people are so critical of each other. This is also the reason why people outside of the church, unreligious people, are always running off to counselors and saying, my parents, my peer group, the church I went to back home, I just feel a restlessness. I feel like I'm never living up. I always feel like I have to prove myself. Jesus offers himself as rest. Why are you weary? Look, I know one of the reasons why I'm weary. I overcommit. Now, why do I overcommit? Why am I tired? Because I'm trying to prove myself. Because I'm forgetting the greatness of what God has given here. The greatness of what Jesus has given here. You get weary if you forget what he says here. He says, I came to give you rest. You don't have to prove yourself by agreeing to everything anybody ever asks you. Aren't a lot of you like that, says Keller? Why? A lot of you are overworked because you're overcommitted. And why are you overcommitted? Well, usually it's because you're trying to prove yourself, you see, because you haven't really laid your burden down and put Jesus on as your new burden. How do you know who you are? How do you know what you are? If you try to make anything else your wisdom, your righteousness, your sanctification, your redemption, you will always be weary. Some of you are very weary because you're working too hard, because you've given yourself to your career. Why? Why are you working so hard? Why have you gotten no rest? Why is there this weariness in you? Don't you see? You don't just need to scale back a little bit. You don't just need to read the self-help books that say, well, you need to have balance in your life. Jesus says you have to put me on. You're trying to prove yourself, and that's the reason you have this deep lack of sleep, this spiritual sleeplessness. You're trying to prove yourself through your work. Friends, whatever is bugging you, whatever is bothering you, whatever is draining you, whatever is making you unbelievably tired in soul today is because you're yoked to something beside Jesus, period. That's the reason why becoming a Christian is not primarily laying down your sins. Now, of course, that's part of it, but primarily becoming a Christian is laying down your doing. That's why that wonderful hymn has that great line that says, lay your deadly doing down, down at Jesus's feet, stand in him and him alone, gloriously complete. Lay your deadly doing down, friends, and you will have rest for your souls. Put the yoke of Jesus on you. He is the only yoke. He's the only burden that's light. He's the only one who, if you get in a harness with, will not relentlessly, unforgivingly drive you into the ground. Why? Because he's the only yoke fellow who is humble and gentle. Amen. Well, friends, may the Lord give you rest today as you look to him to sustain you and you realize that it is not up to you to save yourself. It is not up to you to determine your value. You have value because you're in Christ and you're made in the image of God. Well, let's finish our day with our Bible memory verse for the month of July, which is Luke 6, 47 through 48. Jesus says, I will show you what someone is like who comes to me, hears my words and acts on them. He is like a man building a house who dug deep and laid the foundation on the rock. When the flood came, the river crashed against that house and couldn't shake it because it was well built. Amen. Good day to you, friends, and Godspeed.